Welcome to Movies of Life. I'm your host, Nathan Chandler. Today's movie is probably one of the most adorable things you'll ever see. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is the feature adaptation of three short films created by director Dean Fleischer Camp and comedian actress Jenny Slate. Marcel, voiced by Jenny Slate, is a sweet but proactive one-inch-tall shell who lives out in existence in an abandoned Airbnb house with his grandmother, Connie, who is voiced by the elegant Isabella Rossellini. A documentary filmmaker stumbles upon Marcel while renting the space and uses the medium to help Marcel reconnect with his long-lost family. A lot of people probably don't know about this film. I follow all things A24, the inventive production company, on social media. So when I saw the trailer for this movie, I immediately wanted to see it. I can almost guarantee you that if you seek out the trailer and you watch it, I bet you'll want to see the movie right away. I love Norman, Oklahoma and the Oklahoma City Metro, but the downside to living here is that it's really hard to see independent films here. Marcel the Shell was only playing in a theater very far north from me with limited screen times, so I just assumed that I would have to catch this when it was released on video on demand. So I was on social media one day, and my really good friend and today's guest, Candace Hillebrand, made a post about this movie and absolutely raved about it. So Candace is very passionate about the things that she loves. So when she really recommends something, I knew that was something I needed to go see. So like Marcel, I garnered the determination of this small shell and sought out this movie. Big things can be wrapped in small packages, and I can't think of another character that best symbolizes this as Marcel the Shell. Marcel is a philosopher of all things kind and is earnest in his intentions. I was quite taken by this sweet film, and it's probably one of the most creative things I've seen in some time. And if you like funny movies, this is truly hilarious. It has some of the best jokes and the best writing. I can't wait to talk to Candace about this movie and hear her perspective. Uh, just so you know, we'll talk about this movie as if you've seen it. So we might give away some key plot points. So if you are very sensitive to such things, you have been warned. Okay, let's jump into my conversation with Candace. So what made you want to see this movie? Because anybody I've told about this movie, even when I uh, told Whitney and them that we should go see this, they were like, okay, excuse me, (laughs) what's the name? What's the name of this movie? So how how did you find out about this movie? What made you want to go see it? Actually, I had seen the trailer and I will say, I don't know that the trailer does the best job of describing how great the movie is. It just looks a little odd and quirky. Um, Mm -hmm. So I had seen the trailer and actually Michelle um, Kroll and I were going to go to a movie and she suggested the Elvis movie. And Dan and I had just seen the Elvis movie the weekend before. So I suggested um, Marcel. So (laughs) that's actually, so it was like um, an accident. A really happy accident. Yeah. And so uh, I was really glad when I saw that you posted about it because I was like, oh, great. That will really spur me on to see it because somebody else saw it and you raved about it. So tell me, tell me what you liked about the movie so much. Oh, I think it was um, one. I didn't know that this had was like a YouTube video like 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. Right. So I didn't know that. So when we saw it, it was all brand new to me. I didn't bring anything to the table, so to speak. I just, it was all brand new. And I didn't, 
and I know that it referenced a lot of things that were in its like in the Marcel original videos, but mm-hmm. they were it was all just so um quirky and fun. Um what did I like about the movie? Oh gosh. Um I liked everything about it. I liked that I was surprised that I liked it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I was. I was like, so I think what got to me most was that it could have been completely stupid. Yes, for sure. For sure. Like you see like this, like animated shell, um, which is like claymation almost. With one eyeball. (laughs) With one eyeball and shoes. And it, it could have been terrible. It could have derailed, but it didn't. What it did was bring like quirkiness and wit back to my life. I feel like um, I used to love um, silly characters. Like, I don't know if you remember Flat Eric. Do you remember no. Flat Eric? He was like this no. little um, yellow puppet guy that was like the Levi's um, caricature for a while. Anyway. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Remember well, him? Yeah. Yeah, I do. So for me, when I was watching the movie, I was astounded because it was, I was so surprised at how witty it was and how the comedic timing was so perfect. Like the pauses, right? So Mm -hmm. the um, documentary filmmaker Dean would just have the, the camera on him. And so Marcel would finish a sentence and instead of filling it with more quirky words or whatever it may be, just like his little tiny eyeball blinking and just staring into the camera. I, Michelle and I did not stop either laughing or crying or doing the thing that you do when you're in a theater and you repeat the lines because they're so funny and then you annoy everyone around you. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know that the movie is for everyone because I don't know that everyone would get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went with my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law and then Whitney and then, uh, our two kids, they all went. So I, I really was curious to see how they would all react to it. Um, because we were hitting on all different types of generations, but also not just their generation, but, um, also their, uh, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, they all have different tastes in movies and stuff like that. And I would right. say overall, overall, they all enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I think I really loved it uh, a little bit more than they might have. I, I think, and I could kind of see this it, for them. It got a little slow at the end and it completely makes sense of this, uh, coming from short films because um, to me, I thought this hour and a half was great and I thought they did really good job. I, you know, they, they understood that they probably did not need to go beyond that. And I totally, uh, <laughs> I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Marcel though, it's undeniable. I mean, from the get go, and I think they do a really good job from the get go that you are in with this character and it's, they, they established the world, um, like in such a quick and fast way, but they, you immediately kind of know what you're getting yourself into and you keep that same tone throughout. And I mean, the whole theater, um, there wasn't tons of people in there, but the whole theater, everybody was laughing from the get go. And I, Marcel par- probably is the most adorable 
adorable character I've seen in some time. I mean, it's one of those, like, how could you, you know, not like Marcel? And it's this balance of being incredibly witty um, and funny, but also Marcel has quite a a determination behind him as well. Uh, You know, Marcel's pretty forceful, (laughs) stubborn, maybe. (laughs) So I think, um, what I really got out of this most, as, as I really felt like it, there was a lot of underlying tones about the pandemic. Um, yes. So his relationship with, you know, Nana Connie, his only soul shell member, um, living in this, and just the premise of it, living in an, uh, for a house that's an Airbnb, but was a former home of a couple and then you don't even really fixate on like some of the flaws in the movie. Like, so did the couple know you all existed because you have these <laughs> houses, like literally whole communities in like house plants. So they don't really touch on that, but you just kind of accept it. Right. Mm-hmm, you just like, right. okay, whatever. Yeah. They didn't know this whole hundred shell slash pretzel slash peanut slash t- tampon um community <laughs> we, we, we debated about that later, oh, that's but, yeah. that was a hundred percent tampon and made <laughs> made us laugh even more but, well we we i don't want to cut you off but we yeah. we were trying to determine if whether it was a banana or a tampon <laughs> oh. but then if it was a banana like wouldn't a banana go bad and so anyway so yeah maybe it makes more sense for it to and, be a <laughs> and at the end when they had the scene where the whole community was together the tampon like had its string around oh. <laughs> another um part of the another person in the community so but um so i think what got to me was really the simplicity yeah. i think what when i look at and movies now or i watch them i don't look at them i do actually actively watch them um sometimes they just try very hard and they just put so much into it and so much content and action and um fraught like there's always some kind of plot that just feels so heavy and i what i enjoyed a lot about this movie was its simplicity and its beauty really um just in the connection of our spirits really and um his his determination to take care of his grandmother who's aging and has a little bit of dementia that that resonated with me for two reasons one i mean who didn't who doesn't love their their grand grandparent mm-hmm. of course and you want to do everything you can to to protect them and take care of them and it's such a sweet tender love um but my mom also passed away from early onset dementia so i i understood a lot about you just adapt. Right. And so Marcel was Mm -hmm. adapting just the way um, that I did with my own parent, which is, okay, well, this is who you are. So I'm going to put bumpers into place to -hmm. make your life a little easier. Like when he put the um, strainer on top of her, (laughs) to keep her safe. And she was like, let me out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, and that uh, I think also reflects that uh, personal uh, 
struggle that we have within ourselves always, you know, the individual over, you know, uh, community, but in this case, that relationship, but it also, I thought really touched highly on, you know, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, that colander, uh, do you say calendar or colander? Colander, but I said strainer, oh. so I don't know things with Strain- holes in it. That <laughs> I should, I should have just said strainer, but you know, you know, uh, Marcel does that because they're getting out for the first time outside, and I thought that was a really good portrait of just you know that relationship of like you know it's important to always have time for yourself for your own mental health, um, but you know just having that fear of things going wrong or what's the worst possible thing that could happen. And sure enough, something does. And so the guilt that is associated with that, just like, Oh, I just wanted a moment for myself <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. And you see, and you see how Marcel like really unselfishly reacts to that. And for, and this is making it sound like really, really heavy, but it, I, I really thought they touched that touched on that on, just the right balance because once again this was a movie that my kids enjoyed and so they got what was going on but it it wasn't too deep where you know they really were like you know depressed or anything (laughs) after because it's all balanced with this humor um and this to me one of the most uh creative things i've seen in a long time yeah and um he really put out the struggle we all have with ourselves which is we want to have the adventure we want to take the risk but then we have all the reasons why we limit ourselves and a lot of the time we will put it on other people even unknowingly he put it on his grandmother you know this awful thing happened i let it happen now you're ill and no matter what she said you know yes go do the interview with Leslie Stahl on 60 minutes go do the things that are hard and challenging and force you to get, literally get outside of your shell um go do those things regardless you yeah. know whenever he was talking with her and he said well what if things change and she <laughs> said yeah they always do you know and I really just thought it was just a really sweet way of conveying it's okay to do brave things. We all have to do them. And especially with, I think, the pandemic, I touched on it earlier, but it's becoming harder and harder to do brave things sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have a lot of reasons why we don't go seek. And Mm -hmm. um, Marcel having lost his whole community and then having hurt, you know, what he thought hurt his Nana because of something he did quote unquote selfishly. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I just, I loved that it, it really struck a a chord with where we are mentally now. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love most about the movie was it connected me back to the world around me and that and then some of the scenes and especially at the end the scene about being connected to everything around him yeah it was just so great and and i was like I was just crying watching this little <laughs> shell with shoes in the window of a laundry room 
Yeah. Like really, really, really powerful things. Yeah. And I, and especially, you know, as I'm watching it, obviously it was thinking about you just because of how much you enjoy this movie. And when it was hitting so much on this themes of community and you have been in community work, so to speak, for such a long time, I was like, oh yeah, no wonder she loved this movie. I mean, it just hit, hit on it perfectly because even, um, uh, I'm a little bit more introverted in nature. You know, it's easy to, fluff off the importance of, you know, community and people sometimes, even when people can be overwhelming. Um, and so I, I thought this was like, a, this was a beautiful portrait of that. And even people, um, I think that would consider themselves introverts. A lot of the times they say when they're truly alone. And I think a pand- the pandemic was a great example of that. Like people really realized how much <laughs> they need other people to you know, survive in this world and how much uh, that provides balance in our world um, for sure. Um, and also, um, sorry to cut you off. Um, one of the big themes was our voyeurism online. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcel genuinely thought, okay, well, I've got a request. I'll put myself out there. I'd like help finding my family. And what he got in return were a lot of people who wanted to come to the house and take selfies. They, when he was looking at all, one of my favorite lines, when he was looking at all the comments, <laughs> he was like, well, are they going to help? And then Dean had to, Tell him, well, not really, but they are they are going to attach themselves to you, but they're not necessarily going to help you solve the problem when they have the power to do that. And I think that was that's just so pertinent to the way that our social media connections are. They they are connections in a way, but they're also so isolating in a way because Marcel, while he was looking at all these people who were seemingly connected to him, they were really disconnected. They were just watching him, watching him to do something for themselves. And when he looks out the window and he sees the mom and the kid and he was like, well, this isn't, you know, really the brigade (laughs) I thought that would show up. (laughs) You know, the selfishness, right? So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it made me think of, um, uh, I want to say Louis C.K. is actually in this Saturday Night Live skit. Um, I, I won't touch on him, but this, uh, I remember, I don't remember it perfectly, but it was all about this, like, you know, wanting to be active, but actually staying on your couch, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, uh, it, yeah. And so I, I, I thought it did a really good job of hitting on that. And especially, I'm sure you can relate to this as having a, uh, two girls, but that kid dancing in the front yard, like in front of the camera, that it seems um, like it, it, like the, the TikTok dances these days are just everywhere. Well, <laughs> so. I mean, I think in the sheer amount of self, and that's really at the end of the day, this movie demonstrated connection and how how very important it is to be part of, like you said, the the community and less about you. Nothing Marcel did in this movie was about him. I also enjoyed the way that he pointed out 
the problems without being um, like without attacking. Mm-hmm. Right. So, oh, I was going to make the point earlier when he was watching the scrolling of everybody's comments, my favorite, favorite quote of the movie, he, this girl pops up and, and she's like, well, I don't know where his family is, but he sure is cute. Peace and love. <laughs> and he says, peace and love. Yeah. Peace and love. <laughs> Who isn't for that? <laughs> Who is like, arm for war. And I signed all my correspondence. Let the battle begin. Like, I'm sorry. That, I, I love that so much. I made a meme out of it. <laughs> and then that's I put it funny. on That's great. Yeah. yeah I, and I, I was able, um, I, I wasn't aware of Marcel Lachelle character, you know, before this movie. And then I started seeing the promotions about it. And it wasn't actually until uh, yesterday that I looked up online, like the videos that came before this. And so there were three short films, first one in 2010, and they're actually, they naturally kind of grow in progression as far as like the first one is very just like, um, the camera stacked the whole whole time. And by the last one, they kind of move a little bit, mm-hmm. but it, it, you really don't need to see those to see this film. Cause this film really, I mean, it's pretty amazing to see, especially if you watch that third short film. I mean, they just, they completely branched out. out. And um, yeah. as I mentioned before, I just, this was one of the most creative things that I've seen in a really long time. And it's pretty amazing. Um, uh, what they do with the camera and then with this uh, start stop animation. And um, they just quickly put you in this world where, like you mentioned, just like how the other characters buy into the fact that there's a talking shell and that that's a normal thing. And I think, I guess that's when, you know, Dean, the documentary filmmaker really plays kind of a vital part as, as we mostly mainly just hear him just to bring the normalcy of this character <laughs> to life. So you quickly, you're quickly on board, uh, on, you know, what's happening. And, um, personally, um, it, it, it was really funny. The house that they're in remind me of a house I grew up in, in my hometown. It was built yeah. in the early 1900s and I, I just couldn't, it wasn't an exact replica of the house, but our house had the hardwood floors and, um, kind of mixture of older furniture, but some like, little features here and there. And I, that house was really not, I don't think a house that we've ever seen on screen before. I know that's something weird to kind of point out and see, but it felt like a really normal, anytime, if you've ever got an Airbnb house, you know, even though you've seen photos before, you don't quite know what you're walking into. Um, And I like, I loved the setting of it because it did have this mixture of like, oh, here's some modern things. But then there was also some really old elements to the house, which I thought really, really (laughs) broke. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but really brought in effect to like when the sunlight was coming through the window and just those, it just, it, it felt, it felt to me like a Saturday morning when you don't have all your lights on and you just kind of let the morning come in. That's kind of how the whole movie yeah. felt to me. It just, it was very, uh, it's a very cozy movie. <laughs> so yeah. to speak. But, and, yeah. Um, his, yes. His relationship with Dean um, in that house too. What, and they never talk about how Dean discovered right. Marcel yeah. and Nana Connie. Um, and then of course it makes me wonder now, I mean, how would the former couple be able to go that many years 
and not notice <laughs> a whole colony of weirdos in shoes with googly eyes. But I mean, that's <laughs> also the fantasticness of it is you don't focus on the flaws of any of it. You just accept it because it's so engaging. And it's yeah. just, it's so sweet. It's so very, very, very sweet um, when they're in the car. And oh, yeah. when he's, he, he throws up and he's like, how many times a day do you throw up in your car? <laughs> it's so funny. You know, and um, as I mentioned, I, I kind of watched the short films, but I was starting to read a little bit more about this. And I, I didn't know this about uh, this at all. So Jenny Slate, who does the voice mm-hmm. of Marcel, I, I've been real familiar with her work. But um, did you know that uh, Jenny Slate and the actor also director of this movie dean flesher camp but Mm -hmm. they were married oh Um, i didn't know and they were (laughs) divorced but they've they've made this movie they've made this movie together um uh you know post-divorce um and i thought that was knowing that kind of brings a lot of context into the the couple who has moved out of the house and the fighting and so to me that almost uh-huh. He's separated from yep. his wife, and that's why yeah. he's living in the yeah. the Airbnb with Arthur the dog. Yeah, so it's almost knowing that uh, to me almost brought like a new layer to the movie that makes me want to see it again, just to be like, wow this this movie might have been like their own uh, therapy session <laughs> with yeah, one uh, another. Well, I didn't know that either um, at all, but. I do believe, I mean, I'm sure. How could it not? I mean, to have two different fraught couples yeah. in it, um, and then the polar opposite, but everyone is still apart in yeah. this movie. If you look at it, like no matter the relationship, they're all still so very separate. And the connector is Marcel, you know, um, and his desire to bring, mm-hmm. um, community back together. Oh yeah. It, it, that's, that's interesting. I'm, I also love that they brought in Leslie Stahl. Come on. Uh, That's a perfect segue. You just set me up for this, for our movie musings moment. Movie musings. Are you a fan of 60 minutes or do you have a relationship to 60 minutes? (laughs) Well, absolutely. I do because I was a kid in the eighties and the Mm -hmm. nineties. 60 minutes was in our house every Sunday, six o'clock, we would sit down at our kitchen table, eat whatever dinner. My mother really didn't like to cook. She was not really good at it, but whatever she begrudgingly (laughs) made us, we would sit at the kitchen table and that the ticking of the clock brings back, and I bet it does for so many people, just brings Mm -hmm. back like an instant memory. Like, not necessarily maybe of every time I sat down at my table, but my childhood was that ticking of the clock. And when Marcel says, Nana, make the, make the noise. (laughs) And then she's going tick, 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 (laughs) tick. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny for me, like, uh, you know, like a lot of people these days, it's very rare that I watch live TV and the times that I do is usually when sports are on and I'm a big NFL fan and the NFL has consistently been on CBS. So I kind of associate 60 minutes a lot with uh, football in a weird way because it was always the thing that came on right after the game, especially if the game ran long is like, as soon as that, that, uh, 
the time went to zero, <laughs> that clock would start ticking. But I also always associated it as one of those new shows that was uh, a little bit more credible than the other ones. Uh, so I, I do similar to you. I remember 60 minutes being on, on Sundays, but also we, we used to watch uh, 2020 <laughs> on oh, Friday yeah. nights with uh, Barbara, Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs. And, um, but but both 2020 and Dateline have gone, the times they've randomly been on for whatever reason, have gone almost every tale is about a uh, husband who's possibly the murder suspect of his wife. Uh, yeah. That's kind of how almost. And uh, that's going to be my, <laughs> my kids are going to remember their childhood as laying in my bed and watching murder shows. <laughs> 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 my my children are just headed straight to straight to therapy. Well, um, well, yeah. maybe they'll they'll help them, and when they're trying to decide their future partner, uh, maybe they'll be a little bit more cautious. Right. Like if you <laughs> if you haven't gotten the facts about what a murderer looks like yet, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> I don't. Uh, good luck. Yeah. yeah. Figure that out. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you, and you mentioned, you, you touched on this a little bit, but uh, do you get car sick? So I get car sick when I read in the car. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, not in, not in general. Um, I was thinking about when he's on the dash of the car and he's got this enormous map underneath him and he's looking out just seeing his little shell silhouette with um, his helmet, which Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure is like half of a pistachio nut shell. I'm not really sure, (laughs) but (laughs) he's prepared for things, right? So he is ready to go. He's got his match and he's got what a nail or something in his little backpack. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, um, I do. I do also like to be very prepared when I get in the car and go anywhere. You know, you never know what's going to happen. You got to prepare for the worst case scenario. (laughs) Definitely. He wasn't prepared to clean up his own vomit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and the the last question I have for you, and uh, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the community work that you do, but also I just know um, you enjoy this and also, uh, my wife enjoys do, doing this. You enjoy throwing a good party. You enjoy bringing a group of people together. And after the movie, Whitney could so relate to Marcel and how uh, I don't remember the exact yeah. lines, but I, basically I love getting the party started, but I love just going back in the back room and know right. he would, that he I'm not needed and yeah. uh, or just to hear that sound or whatever like that. So is that something you could relate to? Um, Michelle and I instantly looked at each other because that is, yes, absolutely. That's the best feeling in the whole wide world is to be gloriously exhausted. Have a, (laughs) he said, I can go and have a rest. Yeah. And this, the sweetness of that, I can go and have a rest because I know that people are here and around. Um, yeah, it's funny that you said that. Um, that's been like something that's come up for me lately um, is just how lonely I feel like maybe I've been. And mm-hmm. so, yes, that you better believe it. That's when the waterworks started. 
So there was, <laughs> I was like, yes, I do love a good party and I love people. And then it made me want to go host a party again. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, uh, yeah. How soon, is, how soon is Halloween? <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh <laughs> our Halloween parties. They're so much fun and ridiculous. Absolute, <laughs> absolutely ridiculousness. Yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing out here. I, I love the Saturday Night Live themed one you oh, had that year. So the costumes yeah. were just you know glorious oh, that year. <laughs> and everybody, I just every when you have a themed party and you have the coolest people on the earth that are coming to it, they take it seriously. Like you guys always <laughs> took it so seriously. We need to we need to resurrect the Halloween. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well. um, I, I just wanted to kind of get your final thoughts. I think if anybody's listened to this, they obviously know uh, we both really loved this movie. Uh, we didn't really even touch on maybe some things that didn't work. Uh, I, I know this might not seem like a perfect film and the way perfect films, quote unquote, perfect films get recognized when it comes to Oscar season or that si- mm-hmm. sort of thing. But it was just a movie as I just kind of marinated on it and just, try to think about it i mean maybe you could you know pick little plot holes here and there and you know uh but to me i was just like that's just being i I don't know that's being really nitpicky i just and i enjoyed the whole experience it's it's so pure in its intent it's also so funny um, and, uh, so I don't really have too many bad things to say about it, but I'm assuming you're t- telling people to go out and, you know, try yeah. to find this movie. I think the only thing that I'm sad about is that not enough people know about this movie. Um, no. yeah. that's my only sad thing. Um, that's why I immediately posted it. And then two days later, immediately took Dan and Noel, my husband and daughter, um, to see it. And of course, like the whole time I was like side eyeing them, staring at them, like, are you enjoying this? Do you? And they weren't laughing or like reacting to the same spots that I reacted to. So then I was a little offended. And then I was like, okay. (laughs) And then I was a little judgy because I was like, well, clearly you're not as witty as I am and you don't get the deeper roots of the little nuances, clearly. Because like when he looks at the screen and he says, oh man, your soda can is almost empty. (laughs) <laughs> when it's a little battery indicator that he's going to lose his computer battery. Anyway, yeah. I kept looking at them going, well, okay. Hello. Hello. This is so hilarious that like we were like embarrassing ourselves with all the laughter, but whatever, not as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they didn't, they didn't like oh, it as much. They loved it. I just think we all express things differently. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. what resonates with, me doesn't always resonate with everyone and I accept that I don't think it's as great I mean I don't I just think that just and that's why I told you I said when you go see this movie you need to like make sure everyone around you is stone silent don't even eat popcorn because he's so (laughs) quiet and um Mm-hmm. dry and unassuming that you can miss a lot of the little nuances so yeah yeah i yeah i can't wait to rewatch it just because i'm sure there are things that you know i i missed and just little nuances and stuff like we went and saw it at the oklahoma city museum of mm-hmm. art and so that's not your traditional theater and mm-hmm. so even though it is a theater the screen's not as big the sound's not quite as loud popcorn, right 
You don't have popcorn. Yeah, see, like, then that eliminates yeah. all the problems. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you, you know, Whitney, but her face when she realized that she could not have a Diet Coke her. during this movie, <laughs> she was quite. Snacks. <laughs> she was quite upset. So anyway, but Which is um, why I don't go anywhere, but usually AMC because I've got my rewards. I bring oh, my yeah. blanket. I get the whole deal. Like I move in when I go to the movies <laughs> and the girls love to go with me because I make the popcorn just right. I put just the amount of oil on it or whatever substance that is just the right amount of salt. And then everybody gets a blanket. So yeah, <laughs> well, if movie theaters start to complain about such things. It's really their own part. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, it's their own fault for providing, you know, seats that recline and, you know, little yeah. swivel uh, areas to Black. put your snacks on. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, 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 I make, I, I make fun of uh, all the all the baggage that comes along with us to the movies these days. But hey, you hey, know. you know what? Like, it truly is one one of my favorite experiences to have. Other than getting friends together and entertaining, going to the movies is it's a whole ordeal, and I take it very seriously. You've been to the movies with me. Like, uh-huh. we've got everything. We're ready We're ready to settle in and enjoy this. The Nicole Kidman thing that comes <laughs> on before the movies, and she, she talks about the movie experience. I'm like, yes, yeah. Nicole Kidman. I 100% get it. Yes, and I also want to say, I, I understand what you're saying, Nicole Kidman, but have you ever been in a movie theater, Nicole Kidman? Don't think you have. <laughs> Not one that was built for you on your private island. (laughs) And that's definitely not a soda you're actually drinking, but (laughs) sorry, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thanks so much for uh, coming on to talk about this movie. So happy. I love to talk about things I care about. (laughs) That's a good way of putting it. All right. Well, thanks for doing this. We'll we'll talk soon, I'm sure. All right. Thanks, Nathan. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. So, have we inspired you to go out and see this film? Trust me, if you make the effort, I don't think you'll regret it. Don't forget that you can find my review of this movie, as well as other reviews and past episodes, at moviesyourlife.com. It's important that you subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. It helps us gain more listeners, and like Marcel mentioned, we need a lot of shells to build a community. We are getting into the doldrums of the movie season before all the Oscar rate movies come out. So if you have any suggestions of movies you would like us to cover, please let us know. Comment or message us on our social media feeds, or you can always email us at moviesarelifepod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And as Marcel said, smile because it's worth it.